From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. (laughs) This is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Never gonna let you down. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) She rickrolled me right before we started. (laughs) I mean, how do you jump into a box? I rolled on myself. Y'all. She rickrolled me. I did. Right before we started. Hey, Clay. What? Do I? Yes, you have a funny story for me. You're never going to let me down. You're never going to let me go. You're never going to let me down. Never going to give you up. So. Never going to give. Never going to give. Nope. Nope. We're not doing it, people. (laughs) I get a phone call back when I used to answer the phone. Yes. From a vice president of development at a lovely institution that I had never heard of. <laughs> it's at one of those state directionals. So, you know, like uh, North Dakota, East North Dakota State University. I hope that doesn't exist, but I think it probably doesn't. So um, Clay will Google it just to make I'm sure totally it doesn't. Googling. Yeah. He's going to Google that. But yes. so I get a phone call and she says, Lynn, um, we met at a conference a while ago and um, I just loved your persona. I loved your Disney training. Um, I just, I wanted to see East North Dakota State does not exist, but North Dakota State does. See, so you're yes. welcome. And she goes, I wanted to talk to you and see if you could help me out. I'm in a bit of a situation. And I said, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And she said, we, you know, I'm new here. I'm, you know, I think she was at the time six weeks in. Mm, Okay. And she said, I recently secured my first big gift. And I was like, yoo-hoo-hoo, celebrity. And she's like, well, (laughs) she goes, things got interesting after that. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And I, and she goes, well, it's funny. And I was like, what do you mean it's funny? And she goes, well. The Little hand, did she know. Right? And she would end up on fundraising. It's funny. A few years later. Right? Oh, many, many years that, later. Are people afraid to talk to us now? No, they better not be. Fundraisingisfunny.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all names and, and, and yes. locations have been changed. So yes. she says to me, our local healthcare CEO of our big hospital system yes. um, has generously given us a million dollars. And I was like, Wow. Yeah. And half of it came from his resources and half of it, the healthcare system was matching it. Correct. Uh So 
<laughs> I'm like, wow, that is amazing. I'm so proud of you. Now, again, she's at a state directional institution, not at an elite Ivy or anything. So a seven figure gift is huge, right? Yes. She goes, well, this is life changing. Yeah. And, yes. and she goes, I'm having a little bit of an issue. And I said, what seems to be the issue? And she said, my marketing coordinator. And I went, but you're the vice president. And she goes, I'm new here. And I was like, okay. And she said, well, we've been working on a press release that'll go out to the media. That's, you know, what Marcom does. Yes. Yep. And she said, and so um, we gave it to the donor to proof and review before we went to print with it and everything. And I said, oh, great. And he wrote back and we had the word healthcare as one word. And um, he had originally had it as two words. And so my person took the two words and smushed them back together in one word and then sent it back to him. Okay. And apparently that Um, healthcare system uses healthcare as two words, but Uh the marketing coordinator wrote in the email, Mm -mm. Yes, directly no. to the donor, not to the vice president. No. Reply all. No, please don't. Oh. Which is always a career-limiting move. Reply. Let's just have an agreement that reply all. There needs to be like a, a setting. On Google that doesn't allow it. Well, yeah, and there needs to be an institutional setting, just like there is in CRMs. Like, you cannot <laughs> you have access. You have your reply all revoked. Right. You've had your reply all revoked. Marge and Lois in purchasing. Oof. No comment. And half of the people on a listserv. Nothing worse than a listserv than 30, e- 30 emails that say thank you. Do we? Oh, okay. Anyway. Anyway. So she replies all and says, in order to maintain the academic integrity. Wait, what? Of this institution of higher learning. No, I can't. And according to the ta- Chicago Turabian style guide, uh, healthcare is one word. She didn't even add sir or anything like that. She just said. Healthcare is one word. So I have corrected it and she sent it back. This is the million dollar donor. That she sent it to. Well, reply all. Oh, wait. So this is, <laughs> this is, oh, yeah. no, this is yeah. the very, very large donor. Yep. And, and also and the CEO of the healthcare two word system. Oh. She did. And. So the VP goes flying out of her office, she says, and down to the quote unquote shared workspace where the marketing (laughs) and communications professional works and goes, what did you just do? And she said, I just upheld the academic integrity of this institution. You might be new here, but we follow the Chicago. Yes, yes, sir. And the VP lost it. And she said, I don't care if he wants to spell it healthcare with a K or make the H silent and just call it healthcare. <laughs> He's a million dollar donor. I don't care what Chicago Turabian says. Oh. I don't care what the Bible says about it. We will do what the donor says. And the young woman said, well, have it your way then. But I'm going to go down on record and I'm going to write an email to you noting that my strong objection to this. So, so I'm sitting there silent. And you know, I'm not oh. silent very often. No, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Vice, but you have rendered me speechless right? at the moment. And the 
Phoebe is like, so I need you to come in and do some Disney kind of training because I need people to understand that the donor is the customer. And as long as they're not doing anything illegal or unethical, they can spell healthcare however they like. And I was like, why don't you just fire her? And so she was like, uh, I think I've got to do some training. And I was like, great, we'll come and do some training. But at the end of the day, if she does not respect your authority, <laughs> you just keep saying, oh, I, oh. I just, I can't even. I can't imagine it, but she put like, it in writing. Yeah. Preserving the academic integrity. Well, and just that phrase. Right? Right. As if it, you know, and no offense to this regional directional, it's a lovely institution full of smart, talented people, right? <sighs> yeah. But if a donor wants to spell healthcare with two words and that's the way their healthcare system is branded, let them go. <laughs> let them go. Let it go. You brought that Disney thing full circle I, there. I always do. I, I am mean. representing the brand so but okay so i mean and i can hear some folks <laughs> cringing because they're like why aren't you supporting the marketing and communication professional i can i can hear some mm -hmm. and i can hear some folks saying but how much you know where's the line how much control does a donor have it's a word but i mean if you let them respell healthcare, then what's next oh what's next it's a slippery slope here people well pretty soon they'll be renaming the institution and wanting control and all kinds of bad things and to this i say chill out this donor that's their brand i understand you have a preferred style guide but if you do this nobody dies first of all and you're putting the donation at jeopardy well, I mean, what's what's the old phrase? And I know we've talked about this in another episode where we talked about culture eating strategy, right? Well, strategy eats brand for breakfast. Absolutely. Right. I And it's so funny because this is just an example. And I've been in many examples of where the, the brand is more important than the content. Like, I've never had a donor say, well, this this document isn't in the brand approved font. So I'm not giving the $10 million you asked me for. Like, I've never had that happen. And yet I have spent days Weeks, and had proposals months. and cases for support and appeals held up and missed their deadlines because we were fighting over, you know, the font Inane. size or, Inane. you know, um, the color of the logo and the way it was printing. And I, now, look, Brent, and it all has its place. And I don't want people to think that we're not that we're not being important to the communicators of the world and that we don't have guidelines and things like that. But the funny part of all of this is, is where was the sense, you know, to say, hey, VP, I'm not really comfortable with this or run it up to your director or somebody that you can talk to about it. But no, we don't reply to the donor and everybody and their mother saying that you are single-handedly upholding the academic integrity of the institution. Well, brand is not academic integrity, but... No, style guide is not either. No. Brand oh, is not... Okay. You know what, our, what has good branding? <laughs> what? Snack companies. I was just going to say, you know what else has good branding? Mm. Fundraising is funny. Yeah, Biffy. Because I hope by now people know that snacks... Part of our brand. It's part of our brand. It's who we are. We should 
take a break and everybody should get a snack so that we can talk about you and know get who, some popcorn to listen to this story with. You know who else really lives up to their brand promises? Who's that? Our sponsors. They do. And we're so grateful for them. How was that? Was that slick? Yeah, it was. Did I sneak that I in mean, there pretty did well? Did I mention we're a part of the We Are For Good Network? Not in minutes. Right. It's been at least 60 seconds. It's been at least. Right. So just take a minute. Have a snack. Take a few. Listen to how our colleagues and our friends at these companies lay out their brand promise. How about that? That sounds great. I'm going to snack now. Me too. Ah, I feel satiated. Satiated? Satiated. Satiated, yes. Satiated. Satiated. And that's not a word. Satiated. It's me trying to use my $2 words. What is your brand promise? Do you know what I mean? What is your brand promise? Well, we have key values. Let me rephrase. You have key value. Okay. Yes. Yes. What's we your, see things differently. What's your Big Mac? Oh, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, go. pickles, onions on a sesame seed there bun. There you go. And see, yes. We so, deliver the same just in fundraising. When I did phone campaigns, right? And we did on-site phone campaigns for universities, healthcare, other social services. We always trained our communicators and our fundraisers. They were not callers. They were not. That's nice friends. of you. Right. We always train them on the Big Mac, right? Because the way we do fundraising phone calls is our particular brand promise. I like that. And every caller, every communicator, every student, every everybody could say, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. And everybody of a certain generation can repeat that. The point is, what's your Big Mac, right? And here's the question, and though. And if you're so... But, but, but McDonald's is not above anymore, Right. I, well, even in the 70s, my mom, because, you know, it's fattening, right, would order a Big Mac without the middle piece of bread. <laughs> my, okay, so speaking of funny McDonald's stories. Yes. When, um, where I live, we don't have a McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, and so when I go to the United States, everybody goes to McDonald's. But my favorite thing is when people go to McDonald's and they'll be like, I'll have a Big Mac meal, supersize it with a Diet Coke. But I like the taste of Diet Coke better than I like regular Coke. Ha, no. It's not about saving calories. Just get the leaded gasoline. Don't no, get the unleaded. I like the taste better. I can't do it. It's not going to happen. Just. Well, you don't have to. You don't have it to understand just, it. The irony was hilarious. The irony is, I admit, brilliant. It's... Have you ever heard it ordered a McFlurry in a Diet Coke? Anyway, those are, <laughs> those are, those are, that's the old claim. Um, right. So brand promise. Right, and, and the uh, the just you know mad adherence to being sure that 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 we follow our style guidelines. Like, w- how do we encourage people to talk like people? Mm-hmm. And and is your brand guidelines or are your guidelines more important than the client, than the donor? Because you're forcing your views on the donor, yes, who may not share them. So. <laughs> One organization that just absolutely love their mission is incredible. They do amazing work. The founder, of course, very dynamic, very involved. And the the founder is one of those communicators who feels like you need to know everything in his head in order to understand because you couldn't possibly. And there's a little, you know, there's a little bit of that there, right? You couldn't possibly understand it unless I tell you every little minute detail, Mm. right? Now, in donor communications, and especially in building, really building an, an individual giving program, okay, 
we attempted to move into some more of that, you know, short, like the communications that tend to drive immediate response, the communications that tend to drive urgency and engagement and the things that we know. And if you want me to get really nerdy, I can talk about secret Bogolis studies of uh, human eye movement from the 1930s and 40s mm -hmm. that really determine how the eye moves across the page and where to place things on a page. Anyway, um, <clears throat> right. Um, these big chunky paragraphs in 10 inch 10 point font, but that was their brand. That was who they were. Oof. And so we went, when we went to short paragraphs of one to two sentences in mm -hmm. 14 point font on a very blank page letter, right? No, 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 no. We tried two mailings, right? To, to current donors that, nope, this isn't going to work, right? After the second, <laughs> after the second mailing. That blasted 14 point font. Yep, exactly. Now. Increased retention rate by 10 percentage points, you know, hundreds of metrics. But no, no, this is not who we are as an organization. And 14 we, point font is objectionable. And we cannot, cannot believe that you would recommend or suggest such a thing and to blasphemy. Uh, uh, yes. And, and to counteract our brand and who we are and how we have established this organization. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You brought me on as a part of your organization to help. And you set out these goals to, you know, do this thing. Well, this is how this thing is done. And no, it doesn't follow your brand guidelines. No, it doesn't. Nobody cares about the logo. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the logo. Well, a couple of people that worked there that worked on the logo. And God love them for doing it. Thank you. Bless yes. them. So Looks like, great on the website. <laughs> looks fantastic on the letterhead. But we're they're missing the point. Correct. They're missing the absolute point. So what is the point and what is our punchline here? Punchline here is... Wow, you punched that. that was punchline. <laughs> punchline here is yeah. don't mistake your priorities... And don't, we don't have to force our own kind of things on uh, our donors, right? And that there is a time when the donor's right. And, you know, a little humility goes a long way. <laughs> Reply all should be rescinded from mm, people's, yes, do you yes, know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, agreed. Absolutely. Completely. It should be rescinded, but... All this to say is that, you know, we really need to be thoughtful. We really need to be thoughtful about how we interact, yes. about how our communications can say things about us and yes. that we're not even aware of. Yes. And then also that, you know, it matters. The way we communicate with people matters, but it doesn't matter more than what the donor wants from us, what their needs are, those kinds of now, things. Now, see, there you go. That, to me, is the key punchline here. Huh? And I'm going to quote Chumbawamba. Oh. I know. Chumbawamba. I, okay. I get knocked down, but I get, get up, up again. again? Yes. You're never going to keep me down, right? We thought I'm here that, for that. We thought that music mattered, but does it? Bollocks. Forgive the profanity not wow. compared to what people matter. So to paraphrase, right? Does your brand matter? Yes, but not compared to what people matter. And fundraising, whether you are fundraising at major and mega gifts level, whether you're in plan giving, whether you're dealing with high finance or the $50 donor or corporate donors or government grants, fundraising is a people business. It is about humans it's talking also about funny. humans. 
Yes. Because it involves people. Be- and people are. Th- yes. 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 Exactly. Yes. Because people are funny and people are messy and complicated and weird and irrational and hilarious. Oh, I mean, and I'm going to withhold the standards is- of this podcast. <laughs> we have standards? Nope. Uh, well, we do. We're They're gonna, low, but we're we have get them. us some. <laughs> we're gonna get. Us. <laughs> like, well, we we should bring in an outside expert to help us work through our values. We should, and we should have a key mission, vision, value statement. We should. We should, we should have a committee. Should. I'm gonna and need, a couple of task forces. Yes, and we're gonna want to involve our key stakeholders. So yes, absolutely. Um, let's not ask our listeners though to be a no, part of that because no, yes. no, 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 no. Tune in next time for strategic planning is neither strategic nor, nor planning. planning. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry. We, humans we crack ourselves humans. up. We do. We hope you'll talk to us. Is there a time when somebody has, quote unquote, stood up for your brand or something? And yeah. in that made a very serious error? Yeah. Um, so. It's it's a phrase. It's a, it's, it's not a, oh, yeah, no, it's not a phrase um, that we should use. But, but has somebody really challenged the things that your organization most holds dear? The things that. Right, that 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 you have clung to, yeah, and held it so much that it's you know messed something up. Or hey, let's look at the other side, right? Tell us about you know funny branding issues. Tell us about when brand has gone really well, right? Right when something has happened because it was your logo was this shade of green and not that shade of green. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. Fundraising is funny.com. Yeah, love to hear from you. And as always, come tell us what our standards are and how low they can get. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Wow.